What is up guys, welcome to another episode of the Prog Pod. Today I have Trevin Artiega and Jacob Durant on here for us. Um, Jake is a singer, give us a little <laughs> And now he's getting into lifting, uh, so he's yep. got some things in common with the boys now. And Trevin is a lifter. Um, <laughs> as you can tell if you're tuning in live with us today. Um, I met these two guys at Boys and Girls Club where I just recently started working. But I'm curious, I don't actually know the story. How did you two meet? I think it was basketball. What do you think? I think we probably met before that, but like we didn't really meet right. until basketball. Okay. I fell in pretty quick with you two at Boys and Girls Club. Like I was like I was super day. I felt good, yeah. You like took me under your wing. Even though you're like older. And I was like, these guys are like the cool guys, right? They still like took me under their wing and we became bros pretty quick. Because you're a cool guy. <laughs> Thank you. But it did become obvious like like, we're bros, but these two, they have something special. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know that we had something special until the day that we all three became friends. Uh, really? Until, <laughs> until training, we didn't really ever hang out. Until, okay. Like you now. left. I never would have guessed. What do you mean I left? You worked one year. In the, uh, one I worked, year. I've been there longer than you have. Yeah, but you still left. You quit. Okay, I've worked there longer, though. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> there's obviously a little bit of... How's the shower? <laughs> gets a little bit rough when you go deep into that topic. But um, do you remember, like, the the first time you saw each other or whatever for basketball? What did you think? Would um, you have ever guessed, like... I saw him across a crowded room and yeah, he's like, that just guy's sparkle. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then when, when we three first met, we all show up to training, right, Boys and Girls Club. And then a few minutes later, we're doing TikTok dances in the parking lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hit the gas, wait. <laughs> <laughs> maybe for something special, we could maybe do a... I haven't posted that up here yet. We might, we might add that on here. It's excellent. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, that's how, if you really want to bond with your bros, that's how you got to do it. You make TikTok. You make TikToks. The TikTok and then you get dance. addicted. And you just and you do all of them. You just, <laughs> you, keep, you just keep doing them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the kids at work, they're just like, hey, let's make a TikTok. Let's make a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They do that all the time. Um, so, first impression, I, I'm curious to know. What did you think? I'm the young guy coming in to work. Um, I didn't think much of it except for there was... There was a bunch of girls there, and there was just oh. us three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, he's a boy. We kind of just and all had to like, take care of each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, They're outnumbered. Yeah, yeah. For those, there might be people listening who don't know what the Boys and Girls Club is. You've been there longest. Yeah. Like you said, would you like to give just like a brief... What is our mission statement? Yeah, summary. I don't know what the mission or you, statement is. Or just a summary, like tell them what so, it's like. You you described this before. When? You just have. When, when you won that <laughs> gift card. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Trevin gave a big speech, yeah. like, in front of a bunch of people about what the Boys and Girls Club yeah. is saying. Okay, so the club, to me, it's, especially when it comes to getting people to come, like, um, apply. Because they're like, oh, you work for a daycare. Oh, you babysit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me a job where you get to go to go do something that you actually like to do. I, for one, play basketball. I get to go to my job and play basketball with kids. So, therefore, mm-hmm. it is not a daycare or a babysitting thing mm-hmm. it's for one it's it's a place for kids that might not have a place to go um and that might be the only good uh environment for them so of yeah. course when if they're in that um 
that state and they come to us, of course, like, I'm going to be their friend and whatnot. Like, it's just fun. It's just, it's really nice yeah. to see the kids' face light up. It's more than a daycare. Yeah. Really. It really is. Yeah. I remember one of the first things when I interviewed for it. I was super, super nervous. And anyway, I got through all the interview questions. And then at the end, Pam or Jesse, one of them said to me that as much as you put into this job, that's how much you'll get out of it. And that's been my goal. Like my commitment, above all, showing up to work every day, is today's not going to be a zero, right? Mm -hmm. Because the more energy you give to the kids, I'm sure you both know, the more energy they give back and the more love, they'll give you all the validation, all the attention that you need if you give it to them first. Right. And so my goal has just been not to have a zero day. No matter how I'm feeling, I'm not going to just have a zero. I'm going to give what I can that day. And so far, it's just been a great experience. Two weeks in. Uh, the other day, I woke up really tired. And so mm-hmm. I came to work. I was like, uh, you know. Yeah. And that, and that day sucked just because I was just kind of like like dragging around all day. And right. Not, it, it, it went by really slow mm-hmm. just because I wasn't super into it. Yeah. The more, yeah, like like you said, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and for you, I bet that's really, because you work two jobs, mm-hmm. you wake up, what time do you wake up to go to your first one every day? Six. Six. Six o'clock in the morning. And then we're doing the Boys and Girls Club, you're doing the Boys and Girls Club lifting club. I've come a couple times. Every single <laughs> night, like until 11. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, tell them about that. Trevin is a lifter, as you can tell. He's big. Big guy. Trevin's a big dude. Lifting for... How long? Uh, a year. Okay. A year? A year. I've been going like two or three years, but not that you would notice. He's sitting right here next to Trevin. Yeah. <laughs> and Jake's just starting. Yeah. I started like like, like last month. Okay. Progress. He's on that creatine. He's, he just benched. What did you bench the other day? 45? 45 on each side. Yeah. Yeah. So we're he's, getting him into it. He's, so he's, getting up yep. <laughs> he's injecting something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... Some of my viewers not might might not even know who you are. Would you like? I, I like gave a brief bio, but you're how old are you? I'm. I just barely turned twenty. Okay, and you're going to college, working. Yeah, um, okay. I'm gonna go to college at Rexburg next year at BYU Idaho. Sweet. Yeah, and then I'm working at the Boys and Girls Club and at the gym MC Fitness. Right. Okay, Trevin. So um, maybe it depends on where you go to school. Obviously, if you go to Medico, you'll know who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just graduated, and um, I just barely turned 19 myself. Um, my plans after this now is uh, head to ISU in the fall and major in exercise science. Yeah, this guy's for real. <laughs> Do you know what I knew you as before I met you? I knew you as the only other kid at Medico who wears Gymshark stuff. That's nice. <laughs> it fits you real good. It, yeah. it hugs the, it hugs you. Really nice. It really just yeah, it hugs the muscles. Does it? Yes. Yeah. You gotta get on some of that, man. Okay, to be a real lifter, to like be in the crew. I have we to. Got, we got to get, get him something like I a, have to. We should get him like a stringer. It's a stringer. It's, it's, it's a stringer, <laughs> but like the, like the strap here is just about that big. Right. It's like a tank top, but so I'd look huge then. Yeah. Exactly. It, you, it, there's no point in even wearing it. You just take your shirt off. Like, <laughs> it's pretty. It's, yeah. it's thin. It's very minimal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So back to Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say are some of your most valuable experiences, or just some moments, like some heartwarming moments with the kids? I know I've already had a ton in like the first two weeks. So you guys working there much longer than me. Are there any memorable moments? Um, there's there's a few times where I've talked to kids and like kind of more difficult kids. Have. Mm-hmm gotten through to them and they've opened up it's it's been there's a lot of times i can't really put my finger on uh, on a single one but mm-hmm. that but it, it happened several times and some of these kids 
have pretty cool stories yeah and yeah. challenges and so it's kind of cool when they get to open up to you because you get to hear about something that that you never even had to come close to right. going through yeah you think you have challenges until you, you yeah until you talk to, to these, kids. these kids it's true and I, i've noticed that too i've been praying just that i can love the kids like even the more the, especially the more difficult ones and the other day, I just looked around, and it was kind of like like you were explaining one of my more tired days. It was yesterday, mm-hmm. so Friday, end of the week. It had been a big week. I had had speaking engagements. I had stuff I was working on on the side, and I just look around, and like these kids that I met two weeks ago, already I have like such care for them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want to see yeah. them succeed and see the best happen for everybody. Yeah. It's it's a, a gift for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these kids teach you a lot. I remember my my first. <laughs> My first week at the club ever. Yeah. Like a few summers ago. Okay. I actually got like really sad when I had to leave because cause as soon as you meet them, you're like, oh, these, this is fun. Like the, mm-hmm. these these kids are special, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you, you get a really close bond with them and then you have to leave the first day and you're like, oh, I have to go home now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's just, it makes everything seem boring. Right. After that. It de- it's never, never a dull moment for sure. Yeah. Trevin and I broke up a fight the other day. Like kids just on each other. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Look over. Noah! They're so determined. Like, they're so little. They're not going to, like... They're not going to hurt you, but you just really got to peel them off of each other. Because... <laughs> <laughs> leech, dude. <laughs> leech. Uh, already a, a highlight moment, too. The Jimmy John. Would you like to give a... For the people that don't know the legend, Jimmy John. So... One morning we were playing disc golf. Uh, we stumbled upon a bird whose uh, wings were broken, and um, the kids were like, "What if we have a uh, a club pet?" And we're like, "We gotta ask. We gotta ask the boss." <laughs> ask boss. Boss says, "Bring the bird back." Because before, previously, throughout the school year, we had baby puppies underneath our our deck, and we nursed those <laughs> baby puppies into like dogs now <laughs> and so our boss was like if we can if we can nurse baby puppies we can we can get this bird back to life we're like all right we'll, we'll do it we bring the bird back and um not even maybe 10 15 minutes later the the neighboring cat just ate the bird jimmy John. <laughs> I, I was going to work that morning and i run into trevin in the hallway and he's just like like a little snicker right and i tell him like something's up and he's holding this stack of papers he hands me one it's a black and white picture with like an obituary on the side of jimmy john <laughs> we had a funeral the funeral we set up an awning yeah you got the music going the you know <laughs> the Flowers kids kids right we, there's a stump out by this the, by the fence where jimmy john uh, supposedly had passed yes yeah <laughs> and they're like r.i.p jimmy john you're in a better place asking how to spell love and everything <laughs> it's very neat it was very neat yeah i miss that <laughs> so after college what are you guys thinking potentially pretty... obviously settled down yeah yeah Okay. Don't know where. That's the dream is white picket fence and little family. How many kids? Three. Okay. Three. You said all the names Lovely. for them yet? No. No. Okay. Really, dude? Keep an open mind for it. <laughs> really? What? Dude? You said you gave me first son, Jacob. Oh. 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 oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Jake? What do you think? So, I got two years at BYU-Idaho, and then mm. 
after that, I'm not sure where, where I want to go, but I want to go to law school. Oh, you Somewhere. Do? Okay. I'm thinking somewhere in Utah. Probably yeah. like Utah State. Sweet. So, yeah. And then come back here because this is a nice little place. Yeah. I can I picture that. Big tall guy stand up in a court of law and just slam people. <laughs> yeah. Jake's too nice. Jake's too nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you need to go to jail, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this guy is not a good guy. <laughs> right. Um, let's go back to lifting. Okay. Okay. As the other Gymshark guy in the school, and you had the Gymshark hugging your muscles, I, I noticed, you can notice, like, Trevin's a pretty big guy. What would you say is, like, your, your secret sauce? What's your secret to growing so quickly in the gym? What's your general approach to training? Consistency. Okay. Expound a little more on that. Uh, consistency, uh, mind-muscle connection. Um, obviously, when it comes to lifting, you can... Obviously, everyone wants to be the guy who's swinging around the most weight. And mm. The weight will come later. Um, if I were to give you an advice, especially to Jacob or anybody else <laughs> beginning... Jacob, just start. Um, do a weight that's uh, that's good for you. The and then as you progress, uh, you can go heavier as you go along. But as of right now, it's all about form and technique so you don't end up mm-hmm. like hurting yourself or ruining your joints or anything like that. Yeah. Because that's like a long-term health complication. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. So you might as well do everything right now and the weight will come later. Yeah, yeah. And besides that, probably eating. You need to eat. You can do everything right. <laughs> you in hear the- that? <laughs> yeah, I've <been> eaten a lot. <laughs> you can do everything right in the gym, but if you're not eating, the chances of progress... You'll make progress, but you won't make as much as you would want. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about you, Jake? <laughs> Something I've learned after lifting for like a month uh-huh. is that you need to go as hard as you possibly can mm. every single night. Like last night, um, we we're doing we we're doing abs. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy kept giving up. <laughs> oh, wow, wait to just slam him on the podcast and everything. So I was, so I just kept pushing him, and and uh, you you just gotta go until you like until until you can't go anymore. You know, like mm-hmm. like it doesn't do any good if you're doing if you're doing like fifteen pounds when you can really do thirty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You gotta do. You gotta go as hard as you can possibly. Go. It's kind of a balance, like Trevin said. You yeah. you don't want to be doing more than you can do, but also. And at the end of the day, effort is still, right. it's the top of the list deal. And that's something I really admire about you. Even though, like, you haven't been in the gym forever, you he's got, like, that fighting spirit. He's ready to go. As soon as he gets in there, he's given <laughs> full effort. And full effort, whether he's doing, you know, 15 pounds or 100 pounds, it doesn't matter. If it's the best Jake can do, then then that's w- what's best for him at that moment. Thank you. Of course, man. All that you are is all that you need to be, Jake. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> You're a good man. Thank you. <laughs> Where would you say that came from, that determination for progress, where you just... Uh, well, I think throughout high school, I didn't really try a whole lot, at, like anything at all. Yeah. And so, now that I'm out, and I'm in the real world and stuff, you know, I think it's like coming to me that, like, I better start, I, I better start getting after it hard, you know? Yeah. Just a wake up moment. Yeah. <laughs> just just kind of like, I, I can be better than, than who I am. Or who I was, you know? Yeah. So I I just, I'm scared of not reaching my potential, so I want to make sure I, I right. get there. Yeah, yeah. I, you're no longer afraid of, like, getting embarrassed by doing your very best. You're afraid of, of not reaching what you could right. reach, of not knowing, you know, what your life could look like and who you could become. Right. And that, that's good to hear for some people. Like, if, if you're, you didn't 
use your high school days the way you should have, it's not too late. Just start now. Like wherever you're at, it's time to get going about who you can become and see really what's out there for you to create. If Tegan's on. Hey, Tegan. <laughs> Tegan. <laughs> nice. How did you first get into lifting? Like, what attracted you to it in the beginning? Um, Trend. I think when it came to basketball. Um, okay. I, for one, for all you basketball people out there, um, I, for one, throughout middle school, I, I was the center, Jake. I was literally the tallest guy ever. I was the tallest guy ever. And so, like, I didn't have to worry about anything. I was just more of just tall. Like, you know, I could shoot over kids because I was tall. And then once, as soon as high school came around, um, I wasn't the tallest anymore. I stayed right. stuck at, like, 5'11". Everybody's like, oh, I'm 6'5", I'm 6'6". Yeah, Jake's now. tall. How tall are you? I'm 6'3". Okay, he's huge, yeah. And so playing the position that I was playing now, instead of being the center, I was forced to be a guard, if anyone knows what a guard is. Um, and I would get... You hey, get, John. And if you don't, it's okay, because I don't know what a guard is. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, uh, you have to, you're small, and, like, you're going against guys like Jacob. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to be... You have to have a little bit of strength to... To score on somebody because okay. you don't want to get bodied by somebody like really big and huge. And so, for one, I honestly believe that I was probably really weak. And so I looked at the gym like, hey, this chance for me to get better and I can, you know, beat anybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize basketball came first and then lifting, it just sort of came. It was born out of that. So I'm still in high school. I'm a junior, going into junior year this year. And you're both, you're both out now, Trevor. You just graduated. graduated. Yeah. Jake's been out year. a little while. Uh, here, let's go Jake first and then Trevin so you can start thinking. What is like your best advice for high school? What would you say, are you something you could do a little bit different or how can you really uh, make the most out of the experience? Um, honestly, one of the things that I did really good at and that I don't regret at all is going to every single school event that there is mm. and making as many memories as you possibly can because mm-hmm. now that I'm out, like high school, it's a great time. Yeah. It's it's really sad to be done, but yeah, just 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 go to anything that you possibly can do as much as you can with your friends. Yeah, okay. Just, just have fun. Yeah, it seems like it seems like even with the seasons, you can see it. Whenever it's winter time, you wish it's summertime, yeah. and you're thinking about all the summertime things. And then as soon as summertime comes, you miss some of the things of wintertime, and you right. want to do wintertime things, right? So just gratitude is what changes that. Gratitude, right. realizing the situation you're in, the opportunities you have in high school. Trying to see them because it's it's easy to see them once they're gone, right? You miss it once it's gone. And it's something that you can never go back to, so yeah. the more you're there, yeah. you just got to live it up. Okay. I'm soaking this in. Still in high school. Everybody <laughs> else is still in high school. This is the wisdom that these guys gained from it, so we want to make the most of our of our years there. Yeah. Trevin? So just like what Jake said, I think when it comes down to... Um, as soon as you leave, like what you want to remember is going to everything, like whether it's a sporting event, whether any sort of like school function, if they put on like a movie or if you have the chance to go and do this or that, you take those opportunities because once it's over, you cannot go back. I, for one, I was in choir, I played sports, I, I think I was in a club, like you got to you need to do it all. I recommend yeah, it. you yeah. need to do it all because I, it was the night, bef- it was the night after graduation, the same day. Uh, the first time I was alone throughout the whole entire day, I hanged out with um, loved ones and whatnot. Right. And then Graduation I was finally party. in my car by myself driving driving to go pick up my girlfriend, actually. And mm-hmm. I, that was the first... Mm-hmm. I cried. <laughs> I cried. I cried because it, it, I was the first time that I was alone throughout that whole entire day. Mm-hmm. And it all hit me at once. Like, 
you're now done. Like next fall, you're not coming back. Like wow. there's no That's more. Really sad. There's no more walking around the hallway. You can't say hi to the janitor. You right. can't say hi to your teachers anymore. Like you're done. Like yeah. you're not going back. And it all hit me at once, and it was really overwhelming. And I, I cried. Like it was. You gotta like yeah. take advantage of it every year. Do yeah. things. Join this. Whatever it may be, from the simplest things, maybe doing, they have all kinds of clubs. Like you can, yeah, they're part all, of everything. Yeah, you just do something. Yeah, that's I, my best. I advice. appreciate that. Appreciate you sharing that. And out of that sad ending, like you said, it is sad. Of course, it's sad. But at the same time, like it's exciting. Now it's a springboard. Yeah. Now yeah. look, look what you can create. Now you're free, Trey. Then you can do anything. Your life can go many different ways. Yeah. After that. Exciting things come in, and so how how's the transition after high school into adult life what's that like well for me um i i chose the the cheaper route just living at home and going mm. to college at csi so it wasn't it wasn't super exciting but okay it was it was a little bit different but um smooth little down ramp down to, yeah you know that's that's good i'm i'm still i'm still here and i would like to be somewhere else right now but, but i saved money and but um it was it was it was okay i'm really excited because this next fall is when i'm really gonna be gone mm-hmm Right now I'm excited, but then I'll be gone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. my family and stuff. Sort of spread your wings. Yeah. Wings and that's good. Just like yeah. savoring every moment, holding on yeah. to as you can, because it, so many things in this life are temporary. So many things are just going to be there mm-hmm. for just a little bit. So just recognizing the value that they have and and trying to make the most of it. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, but um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Just, <laughs> just ignore that. That's fine. Yes. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes on a podcast, you're just um, just followed by silence. Yeah. And I'm starting to learn that. <laughs> We're just rookies, huh, Chavin? Yeah. Yeah. You're doing great. Thank you. Do you have any experiences in your life where there was a sad ending, and maybe it seemed like there was nothing new and great gonna come and be born out of that, and then now on the other side, looking back, you realize. That was actually like a godsend, uh, one of the best moments of your life, maybe, where something good ended to make room for something better to come in its place. Um, I think can't think of anything. Okay. I'll give you a minute. It's all right. Just let the people have some silence here. Yeah, so, <laughs> something, something good ended yeah. that made room for better. I would say even just high school is like that, because yeah. even though it's a great time in your you're so free to just go be a teenager and be wild and, and go do things with people. That can't be your life, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's not a lot of meaning and purpose and a real contribution to the world if that's all you do forever. It's just, it's just a good place to that's learn. High school is probably the most significant example mm-hmm. in my life. Yeah, yeah. So you were pretty wild? You. Was a wild, I, crazy guy, uh, Jake. Yeah, Jake the snake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the people thinking all kinds of things. <laughs> I I just did I just did my best to to get out there and hang out with my friends and go to all the activities and stuff. Okay. I never I never prided or anything, but yeah. But I did what I could to to not be at home every single night, right, doing nothing. That's good. Yeah, I probably could have focused a little bit more on school, but yeah. I made memories. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, Trevin? Uh, probably just the same as Jake. I mean, when it comes to things ending and good things coming out of it, I think you can use that mindset in every single day. Like, mm-hmm. 
you know, every day is a new day. You know, don't take the day for granted, honestly. But back to what Jake said, like, school and whatnot, like, just exactly what he said. Like, you couldn't have worded that any more better. Thanks, dude. I relate <laughs> to you. That's good. Give him a rest, am I right? Would you say most of your mm, life-shaping events or experiences happened in high school then? That was the time where you sort of became oh, yeah. this version of yourself that you are now? Are Definitely. Because yeah. you, you lose friends, you, you, you gain friends, you figure out who you are, mm-hmm. that's, that's why you lose friends and get friends. But right. those friends help you kind of find, find your place. Yeah. It's so much about the people you surround yourself It really with. is. I, like, for I, for one, I, I came up with this on my own, so I don't want anybody to think that, oh, you read that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the faker you are, the bigger your circle is, but the realer, the realer that you are, the smaller your circle. Right. And yeah. I truthfully, honestly believe that. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. You just, you be selective in, in who you're really wanting to become like. Right. Just that, like you're selective. Jake's starting to get into eating, right? And we're, mm-hmm. Trevin and I are giving him advice. What do you got to eat? What do you got to do yeah. to get big? And just like that, if you're trying to make progress with your body, you need to be careful about what you take in, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to be careful about your mind and your spirit and who you're becoming, then you're careful about the the people that you right. hang around with because that at the same is the same as food. It's what you what you are is what you eat. So it's it goes both ways. I uh, I kind of hung around the same four or five friends my entire high school career, but I was I was friends with a lot of people, but I I just hung around those that that mm-hmm. same group and it and it was like and it, and it, and it was the best time. Yeah. Because you can be friends with everybody, but it's not as important as those five people, you know? Yeah, you're not selective in who you love. Right. Like, you love everybody, but the people that you really like is your your people. Mm-hmm. They got to be the progress people. They got to be the people that you want to become like. I'd rather have 100 pennies, or no, I'd rather have four quarters <laughs> oh, than, than 100 pennies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're one of the most friendly people I know, too. Like, the Boys and Girls Club. All the kids are always telling me, like, Jake is their favorite. No, I'm Next to me, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I come to play? <laughs> I'm cool. Trevin, Trevin kind of gets beat up by the boys and girls. Yeah. yeah, Trevin gets bullied by the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, because we have your back. Yeah, we, we've got Trevin here. What would you say is... Have there been times in your life where you didn't have any progress people to surround yourself with? Or you felt, like, kind of alone in the future that you wanted to create? And then from that, how did you find people around you who are willing to support your future? I feel like as you begin, you should, I for one was alone, creating myself. Because mm-hmm. obviously it's me, I don't want to base my life off of Jake's or yours. Yeah. And so I stuck to myself, I learned what I like to do, you know, I took maybe a week off, I read a book, I drew, I did all kinds of things to find out like what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So much self-exploration is yeah, just yeah, yeah. messing around. Like I wasn't like, oh, that guy over there, he, he's longboarding, so I'm going to go and do that. Like mm-hmm. if there's something that I wanted to do, then I'd find out on my own. And so as I started to find things out on my own about myself, that's when I started to notice other people. I started going to the gym. That guy over there, he's like, oh, so you're going to the gym. Like, I just better start too. Like, like that's really neat. Like, mm-hmm. you just start by yourself, and as you progress, it it opens up. Like, your horizons expand, and you can, you can see um, the good in the world. Yeah, sort of naturally flows together. Mm-hmm. And part of it is just because progress people are going to find themselves in, in similar places a lot of the time. Like, one of the things that I noticed at the Boys and Girls Club right away 
is like the whole staff. I, I love all the staff there. I get along well with everybody. And I think part of the reason for that is just because the people that are going to go and like uh, voluntarily decide to go and work with kids are going to be good people. And if you walk into a gym, it's going to be people sure. who want to m- make themselves better. So just just get out there and even do it on your own until until you don't have to anymore, until you find the people. Don't Don't be lazy about who you're with because soon enough mm-hmm. you've heard the quote that like hang out with four billionaires and you'll become the fifth it's the same with anything you'll That's be true. you'll become like who you hang out with my experience um is kind of opposite of trevin's in in middle school i had a group of like 20 friends there okay was a ton of us yeah and then as we like went throughout the years eighth grade there it got narrowed down to like 11 of, of mm. us and then like end of freshman year that's 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 when I had those 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 five people, mm. so it's like the exact opposite of Trevins. Yeah, sort of narrowed down, and you find you yeah, sort of you, settled you into find who who you want to spend the next four years with. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So for me, progress and deciding to become a progress person and start this podcast and social media and everything that I do speaking. Uh, there was a specific moment, and I shared that. Uh, speaking earlier this week with you guys um, where I went into the mirror and I realized like this this is the guy that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with I might as well decide what my life is going to be and I just made the commitment I'm going to make my life the best that it can be in that moment and I still remember it and I still have to make that commitment every day as I wake up and I decide you know what is my life going to look like for either of you do you remember a specific moment where you really recognized that this is life and like it's time to get going and you decided you wanted to commit to progress or was it more gradual? Um, I think it kind of started for me. My senior year, there was, there was a string of events that, that happened that were pretty awful starting in like, in like October, like as soon as basketball season started oh, okay. ending until like November, there was like, there was like four major things that, that just were awful or three or something like that. But, um, Going through all that, it made me realize like it, it, that 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 really helped me find who I wanted to be, mm-hmm. and that's that's the that's the person that is loving and fun, you know. You definitely embody that. Yeah, I see that in you. Yeah, so that's 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 kind of the the main point in my life where I decided to to start going, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. turn things around, even though yeah. things are really downhill, but yeah. Uh, whenever I see people who really embody a certain characteristic and they're really just great and beaming at something, uh, my first instinct is to be jealous, right? Like, oh, how do, how do they do that? How do they just shine like that? I want to do that. But then I, I remember and I have to remind myself that the way they got there was probably some tough lessons, was probably getting beat up and thrashed around a little bit. And that's how they earned, that's how they got to that place where they really just have mastered that quality or char- characteristic. And even though you can't see at first, like how they got there and the lessons leading up, you can see that they're really mm-hmm. shining in that aspect. And I recognize that in you. I recognized it before and now I'm starting to gain more understanding of okay. where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Trevin? Did it sort of, was it with basketball and just wanting to, to do better in that sport? Is that how it all Let's, sort of began? So your question was what again? when did you first commit to progress like when did you recognize this life as the one you get to live and really decide so I for one all my life like I'm gonna get a little emotional here yeah so um (laughs) 
uh, as a kid, I grew up and I have vitiligo. That is why I'm spotted. If you haven't noticed it, you want to see that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's and it hit me once. I think it was maybe my throughout middle school, and it was like. I have to like, cause I hated myself. Like I didn't like, I don't like, I still don't like it to this day. Like I'm still trying to get used to it as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, for one, like I was like, you know, maybe I should wear a glove, you know, cause it's on my hands or I should wear a long sleeve because my elbow, you know? And what really sparked progress for me was just like, I have to embrace it. Like this is my life. Like I'm going to have this for my entire life. Like I just need to not let it bother me. Yeah. And so I went from being really crappy to being really uh, motivated, and others have noticed that before, and they're like, "Dude, you're so motivated! Like, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, like, what are you doing?" And I was like, I took him under my wing. I'm like, you know, I went from being like this, to like this, and like you're noticing it, and it's just, it's a good feeling. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's it's just another way to meet progress, people, because you can feel it when somebody's tunnel vision focused on where they're going, and that's thanks for sharing that. Mm-hmm. That's inspiring. I'm sure. For everybody, you got to realize those certain things about yourself. Everybody has an insecurity, right? Everybody has something that they, they hate themselves for, even if it's just like a little voice in the back of their head. And oftentimes, those things are things that we can't change, like with Trevin's example. But recognize that, that your attitude about it is totally up to you. Your attitude and the way that you think about it, and whether it's going to be a gift and a blessing for your life or whether it's going to hold you back, that's, that's where it's at. And everything, everything that's really important in who you are is changeable, is up to you, is your decision. Everything that's set in stone is really not what's important. Like the way that you look, sure. what color you are, those are, you know, that's the fine print. That doesn't really matter. The heading of your story about your life is up to you. You get to write it. And there's none of, none of the importance, like none of the most important defining features of your life are written in already. You get to decide. Because your circumstance, like, that's, who cares? <laughs> but where you go from here, that's what it's about. It's a good point. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> we, we run into the wall. Wow. <laughs> Happens every podcast. <laughs> okay, it's time for a funny story. Okay. Let me go? Yeah. Um, just... That that cricket sound reminded me of something that happened just the other day. Wow, we're just pulling this out. Yeah, (laughs) this is good. (laughs) So, um, I was I was at work at the gym, and I was just sitting behind the front desk, right? And there's there's a pile of boxes under the desk in the left corner, Mm -hmm. and like throughout the day, it was it kept making like a out of the box. I wasn't sure where it was coming from. Okay, I was kind of scared. (laughs) Like, like, hey, no. First time I heard that, I was like, like. And there's like there's a bunch of cords and stuff over there, okay. so I thought maybe it was like like something with the electricity. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, then it kept going like over and over and over, and so I just kind of ignored it. Mm-hmm. Figured it was probably nothing. And then, um, my friend Tegan came to the gym to work out, and we we're just sitting there, and it started going, and it went for like a minute straight. Okay. So just... we're like, yeah. Yeah. So we're like. Okay, what is that? <laughs> so so we are like carefully moving these boxes out of the corner. Right. And we reach this specific box and we pull it out like kind of carelessly. Okay. And this like this like black this this like black this like big black spot, probably like probably like that big. Uh, okay. 
It's just on the, it's just on the side of the box. Yeah. And so I, I, I like moved it and I like I like turned around and like yeah. sprinted back to the, to the office because I was like, oh my gosh, it's like a rat or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I grab a mop that didn't have the <laughs> mop on okay. it and yeah. just kind of move the box over. <laughs> and we weren't sure what it was because it was dark in the corner and okay. was, and the thing was black. It was just like a spot. Yeah. Okay. We just, we just saw something. Its leg was its leg was like up on the side lot like like that. Oh. So so we're both like freaking out. <laughs> People are like leaving the gym. We're like, see you later. And, you like, mop yeah. <laughs> and so we moved out the box. Okay. And it was just, it was a huge cricket. It was like that big. It was, it was a big black oh, yeah. cricket. <laughs> and, and so that's weird. it crawled up on top of the box. Yeah. And like, like, like on the lid uh-huh. and, and then it crawled into the box. Oh, no. I'm like, <laughs> like you open it and there's like the second one, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to kill this thing. <laughs> With the mop handle? Yeah. So, so I try and hit it. I miss. It crawls it into the box. And now there's, a, there's probably a dead cricket in there now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was scary. Though. That's was great. Really That's scary. a fantastic story. It's still in there? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably dead now. I haven't heard it yet. I don't want to dig in the room with it. No. That's funny. <laughs> It was pretty intense, though. There's never, never a dull moment over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Even at the gym. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of just like a little sanctuary, like our bubble. Yeah. You know, where it's, where it's progress, people. That's cool. Yeah. I spend like twelve hours a day over there, so I'm, I'm there like something's gotta happen. Yeah, right? something crazy yeah. has to happen. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a new story like every single day. Yeah. And so it's pretty fun. I'm just here admiring your tattoo. You want to show the people? Sure. So, um, I just turned 19 on Sunday. Happy um, birthday. Oh, and Jake too. Yeah. Following Monday. Monday. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And I've always wanted to get a tattoo. And my mom was talking to me about it. And she was like, what if we got matching tattoos together or something? And I oh, was I didn't like, know that. Let's do that. And so, what do we have here is uh, Yeah, this. you could go closer. You could stand up if up. you need to. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cram it in my bedroom. <laughs> You're showing the live... The people. This, this is what we got. This G is for God. This is the greater, greater than sign. So God is greater than the highs and the lows, and that's what that means. Yeah, it's probably it's probably a symbol you've seen before, pretty common. But I think it's cool. I didn't realize you got it with your mom. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Does it still hurt? No, it's itchy. It does. Yeah. You have to like put lotion and stuff, right? Yeah. To keep it on there. For how long? Uh, it takes about. That's a great question. Uh, it's scabbed. Yeah, it's kind of like raised up right now. When that's when the scab falls off, that's when it's healed. Oh, okay. And the scab is not falling off whatsoever. That's, <laughs> that's a scab right there. Yeah, but yeah. once it falls off, that's mm-hmm. when it's healed and nothing's falling off yet. And I'm not allowed to pick out it. So if it starts to scab, I can't like help it out. It has to fall off by itself. Yeah, because you could probably mess it up. Yeah, I can. It, they said that I, if I pick it off, I can pull the ink out with it. So oh like, no, dude! If I pull the ink out, there'd be like a, just a blank, like skin <laughs> there. Like, God, he is highs and lows. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. So yeah, um, it's been what is it now? Five, six days now. So yeah. Okay. Mm. That'll be a good reminder. Uh, I can think of several times in my life already where I, I would have liked to just look down at my wrist and be like, Yeah, we're gonna get through this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna uh, see the the light at the end of the tunnel. The day is gonna come. That's cool. I'm. I'm. I can't get a tattoo. I've already said um, publicly that if I ever get a tattoo, it has to be progress across my forehead. <laughs> but you know, as far as 
permanent things, that that's another good good option, I would say. I saw it on a t-shirt the other day. Probably going to get that. Progress? No, the same. Oh, the, okay. the God is greater than the highs and lows. We should all get that. That would be cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> and Trevor's oh. just like double decked out. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be yeah. cool. The we, bros. <laughs> we can get a marker in right. <laughs> yeah, we get all that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for sure. It's got, it's got to be progress if I get it. That's my word. Cross forehead. If I get a tattoo, it's going to be, I've told Trevor this already. It's gonna be the solar system around my belly button. <laughs> and my, and my, and my belly button is gonna be the sun. It's a black wow. hole. That is just a black hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have on my back in like like little moles and freckles, the Big Dipper, except for missing one star. Really? Yeah, and I've That's had it ever cool. since I was like a little kid. That's really cool. Yeah, so my parents would always joke like I should get just get the other one added in. Another fun fact, since we're sharing. That's really cool. I have four nipples. You Did you this. know that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, like, there we go. Harry Styles does, too. Is he right? Yeah, yeah. So, they're just, like, two little pink dots down here. They're not, like, fully formed, but they, like, grow hair and stuff, like, more than normal. Just, like, you know, huh. whatever. So, that's also, I just had to come to grips with that. Wow. <laughs> that's, does that freak you out? It's a hard thing you follow. Jealous? you jealous? Both. <laughs> I'm stuck with two. <laughs> you got four. Dude, yeah, I feel gifted. <laughs> well, this has been good, guys. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Um, before we before we came on, we were sort of just talking about what we we're gonna do, and I knew it was gonna be like a little more of a casual podcast episode. I've never had three people on before, which is it's cool. It's cool to do this three way conversation, especially where we're all. Like, pretty tight already, pretty mm-hmm. close, because mm-hmm. we work together and everything. But I I asked these guys about their their unique contribution. What can they share unique, uh, contributing to the mes- message of progress for everybody listening and just for themselves? What have you learned about progress in your life and what knowledge and wisdom, what lessons have you have you accumulated? Would you like to go ahead and share first on that, Trevin? I think Jacob does. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> there's there's no point in starting later. Start now. You know, there's there's no point in waiting to better yourself mm-hmm. five months from now. If you start now, you'll be better in those five months. Yeah. And it'll be easier to like once you get once you get going, it's easier to to to, to keep going. Right. The momentum. Right. Because you start because you start seeing that progress, and so if you were to wait five months, then you'll be five months better, which is a long time. It really is, yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I've learned. Look at you five months lifting and, and eating yeah. what's going to happen. You, you don't right. know how big you're going to be, yeah. But one of the things that I heard that sort of shifted my perspective on that as well is that time is going to pass anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's going to take too long is never a valid excuse because the time's going to pass whether you do it or not. So you might as well do something with that time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now you're... Uh, you're, like, making up for lost time almost from high school, right. and that just, like, fuels you even more to mm-hmm. keep going. It's never too late. Right. That's awesome. Never too late. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. No problem. So, uh, I typed this up within like two minutes. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to read it to you. So, I have the title as notes. Um, Life's funny. Progress doesn't always look like progress and lessons don't always feel valuable. Things will get fuzzy and complicated and intense, and you never know when you're about to have your own breakthrough. You just have to keep faith and try over and over again, and you just have to keep moving forward. 
it's all connected. Uh, our failures are a foundation. Um, they are seeds, the bricks, the roots. They are what sustain us, and they are what nurture us. And that is how we grow. And to me, that is what progress is. Hi, Dane. Thanks, man. Thank you for that. That took two minutes to write, but I can tell you've been thinking about it longer than that. That's something you've really learned. Ooh, I just want to end on that. That gave me, I like, chills. That was good, man. Thank you, Trevin. Thank you, Jake. <laughs> thank you for the podcast episode, and thank you I'll for thank you. being good guys, being solid of course. progress people. Got a new week next week. Work. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. It inspires me. It's awesome. I feel like I've, we, we've created a crew here and we're not all the same but we all want to become the best version of ourselves. and as long as we thought matters yeah as long as we keep reaching out and supporting each other and we bring out the best in each other right forgiving when we mess up because we're all going to mess up oh yeah then we're all rising together all building each other up that's awesome thanks for coming on right before we end uh, yeah thank you <laughs> right before we end i'd just like to share i am organizing a community event a peaceful protest at Hayburn riverside park next friday so that's june 19th which is celebrated as Freedom Day. Um, and they're going to be, somebody's going to sing the national anthem, there's going to be a prayer and maybe some short speakers. And then we're all going to make signs and bring signs and go out to the road and protest with encouraging messages. And so everybody's invited to that. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited about it. I just got it uh, approved by the mayor yesterday. So I'm excited. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It has been fun.